0: Hello, welcome back to the Masonic Roundtable, a weekly program where Masons from around the world get together to talk about Masonic views and opinions in a friendly and social manner. As a reminder, the thoughts and opinions expressed here are solely the opinions of the participants and do not represent any grand lodge statements or positions. Make sure you keep your conversations open for the public and on the level. To, to interact with us, we love seeing you every Thursday night here on Facebook or YouTube land. The chats are always great. If not, we love seeing the chat replays the next day or anytime thereafter really or on your favorite podcasting app let's see you know me my name is john ruark i'm a past master of the patriot lodge number 1957 in fairfax virginia next up for his introduction joe martinez how's it going joe
1: hello there joe martinez i am broadcasting from the kind of crispy san francisco bay um yeah it's kind of chilly i don't like it um But yeah, Joe Martinez, uh, currently Worshipful Master of Manassas Lodge number 182 in Manassas, Virginia, member of a bajillion other things, and uh, Super Jazz to be here. Super Jazz to have you
0: here. Robert Johnson, how are you?
2: Hey, I'm Super Jazz to be on as well. I'm uh, hanging out in Joe Martinez's office, which is kind of cool. That's my office. Yeah. He's out of town, and I decided that I had to come by and keep an eye on all of his toys. So like, does his wife know <laughs> that you. you're there? I mean, yeah, this is, yeah. it's a little sketchy. She yeah, it's fed a little him. <laughs> She fed me. Yeah, yeah, we had spaghetti and meatballs. So good.
0: Nice.
2: Um, so yeah, uh, past master Waukegan 78 current sitting secretary at space. Novum 1183 premier education lodge in the state of Illinois and happy to be here with amongst prolific brethren.
0: Awesome. Speaking of prolific brethren, Uh, Let's introduce our next brethren, uh, which is uh, one of our guests for tonight. So we'll start with, let's see, while they're turning around, we've got uh, Brother David Bella. How are you tonight?
3: Hey, guys. How's it going? I'm uh, David Bella. I am the uh, sitting worshipful master of Alexandria Washington Lodge, number 22, and we just finished up our February stadium. So thanks for the uh, late addition.
0: You could have just said you dressed up for us, but I'll allow it. So thank you very much for coming uh, on a rush notice, not short notice, but uh, a rush to leave, leave good lodge work uh, as well as your senior warden right here. So our senior warden is Alan uh, Hamilton, correct?
4: That's correct. Hi, brother. How are you? And unlike uh, Worshipful Bella, I did dress up just for you guys. So (laughs) there
0: you go. That's how you become our favorite.
4: Just for you.
0: Flattery will get you.
4: Thank you all for having us we really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to talking to you.
0: Awesome. Super cool. All right. So uh, so again, thanks for coming um, straight from Lodge. But before we get into that, we'll pay some bills. Want to uh, give a special shout out to the patrons who support the show. You guys are awesome for keeping the show going for like our ninth year already. That's kind of amazing. So thank you all for helping that uh, nine years of Masonic education go strong if you want to continue that uh that journey with us head over to patreon.com slash the Masonic Roundtable and chip in a few bucks you can join our little Facebook group and nerd out about your favorite book of the week or you know Masonic advice and all that fun stuff so we'll see you over there um and the tarot card of the week since Joe doesn't always come you know strapped when he goes to travel I'm I thought sorry. I thought this week it would be fun to have Robert dig through Joe's bookshelf to find to find a tarot but I, card.
2: But I didn't. I just reached in my bag because I always travel with <laughs> oh, I have a little. I got a little travel. Uh, side. Have uh, tarot will travel. Look at that. Tarot, I don't have a cool. Travel.
1: I don't have a cool leather tarot travel case. So then,
2: look. You know a guy. I guess I'll just make you a few. So, uh, this week, all right. Let me just. I'm just gonna. Where? Top card. Wait for uh, it. Ah, seven of swords. Okay. Um, not. Let's go. There we oh. go. How about that? There. You could
0: get a little closer. Uh, that's that's the dude running away with some swords, leaving a few in the ground.
2: Yeah, the
0: part—it's like part success. It's uh, getting away with something. Betrayal. Um, yeah. It's deception. It's, it's uh, the win at all costs kind of card. So.
2: Yeah, you want to oh look God. at it at. Uh, um, also, not if you want to take it on a positive pot positive spin, it's. Uh, don't let things get in your way, right? Like, don't forget the stuff behind you. you get more, all that. Go for it. Yeah.
0: It is an action-oriented card for sure. So that's that's how you should treat your week, right?
2: Yeah. This is the Hanson Roberts deck. So if you guys wanted it.
0: Nice.
2: Like like the band? Hanson? <laughs> yeah. Mary Hanson Robert. Um a pretty cool artist. The cards remind me of uh, David the Gnome.
0: Wow. That was a throwback to my, my childhood. Me too, buddy. Very good. Very good (laughs) for all you youngsters. Google it. I'm sure I've started some videos on YouTube. Okay. All right. So let's get into this week's topic. We're going to talk about the George Washington national Masonic Memorial. They threw the, they threw the national word somewhere in the middle a couple of years ago uh, because it became a national landmark. We'll talk about that. I'm sure. Um, it's kind of in the news this month too, because there's kind of a big thing going on. What's, what's going on gentlemen? What's the, what's the big news? Why do we, why are we talking about it in February of 2023?
3: Well, it's the hundredth anniversary of the, uh, cornerstone laying of this building. So, um, you know, in 1923 Masons from all over the country, we're talking 10, 15,000 Masons, uh, came to Alexandria to celebrate our first president. Uh, our best known member and uh, local citizen of Alexandria. And so uh, this year marks the 100th anniversary. And so we're looking forward to welcoming brethren from all over the nation uh, here in a couple of days to reenact everything and and enjoy what masonry is all about, right? Fellowship and hospitality. So it's going to be a fun week and hopefully we can uh, see some smiling faces that we see tonight uh, at the festivities.
0: Brother Alan, anything to add?
4: No, I'll just uh, repeat and echo what Worshipful Bella said. Um, But, you know, we've, you know, as many of you have, we've had the privilege of traveling and seeing a lot of Masonic buildings, Um, you know, the Masonic Temple of Detroit, as well as the Grand Lodge of Pennsylvania. And um, I think what makes this building so unique is that it was built for and by Masons from around the country. And so we. along with the, uh, the Memorial Association, um, the Grand Lodge of Virginia and the conference grandmasters were looking forward to welcoming, uh, masons from around the country again, and even the world to, to Alexandria, um, to celebrate
0: this. That's super cool. All right. So, um, a hundred years. So what's been going on? Like, can one of you tell us a little bit about the history of, of the Memorial itself, kind of like how this all came to be. I mean, we don't need the, I know that you are you are uh, fortunate enough to be members of the lodge that actually meets there so that's kind of cool uh but but tell us about the the building first to, to kind of get things started and then we'll talk about aw22
3: sure so i mean i i guess it all starts with george washington right i mean he was uh, the charter master he was a uh, member of the lodge
0: so he so he was a mason he was a freemason yep. George Washington. Washington
1: was? Yes, he was a Freemason. Break that down, Joe. Break <laughs> that down. I didn't know that. I did not know that. <laughs> yep. So
3: we're we're all about George Washington here in this lodge, but um, you know, modern interpretations on what Washington means to men uh, today, right? So we're not just history buffs spouting off Washington facts, um, even though you know we we can definitely do that and go toe to toe and on the history aspect. Um, we're really excited about what Washington means in a modern context and and in a Masonic context about the virtues he lived that are, you know, taught in Masonic lodges today uh, and how George Washington, um, you know, fit that mold. Um, so it started with him and, uh, in uh, 1910 and 11, the lodge got together and asked the uh, grand lodges of, of the country to form the Memorial Association. And, uh, they got together and about a decade later, they laid the cornerstone, uh, of this great building, uh, so I'm sure Brother Allen uh, can can talk about a little bit more uh, recent history. What you got, Allen?
4: Right, yeah, and just to kind of um, build on what Worshipful Bell already said, you know, it's not just you know a museum or you know a building on a hill or a community <laughs> event center, but it's a living, breathing Masonic building. You know, we have AW. This is our historic home, and we meet here every third, second Thursday of every month as for our state communication, but we're here every Thursdays and um, every Saturday, pretty much doing uh, catechism school, ritual work. Um, and it's home to two other blue lodges as well. We have AJ 120 um, and then a research lodge as well. So- AJ stands um, for- Andrew Jackson, Andrew Jackson Lodge, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, it's living, breathing and carrying on the legacy of, um, of our illustrious brother, George Washington.
0: Yeah, I've actually got um, a live stream view of the uh, memorial here. So there's, there we go. There's a live picture of that. Um, you can see oh. a couple cars in the foreground. <laughs> uh, quite a busy event. It looks taller um, in person. It is taller in person. Yeah, <laughs> but, that's good. But for those listening on the podcast, this is an incomplete uh, picture of the memorial actually taken at the laying of the cornerstone on november 1st 1923 so here's just one of many historical pictures of the uh the memorial so pretty cool pretty cool to see to see that then and then where it is today
3: right and so you know the cornerstone was laid in 1923 and in 1932 uh The building was dedicated, uh, and in the 40s is when the Masonic Lodges started to move in, right? And, uh, you know, lodges from Alexandria, Northern Virginia, Virginia, and it just, the circle radiates out, right? And uh, it's truly a a national memorial uh, funded and maintained and supported by brethren and from all over the country and you know internationally too. Um, so it's really a kind of a unique and singular uh, masonic uh, edifice in, in the masonic world.
0: Yeah, I found it interesting uh, to note that looking at most of the grand jurisdictions in the United States, not all, but most, actually take a portion of their you know their annual proceeds or their revenue and actually give that to to the memorial. So wow. it truly is something that is probably, you know, a portion of every Mason in the United States, uh, to some small degree. Uh, so when you when you write that dues check at, at, at the end of every year, at least consider a couple of pennies of that are going to support this uh, historic landmark. Isn't it a whole dollar? <laughs> Is it a whole dollar? Is it really? Isn't
1: isn't yeah, it? I, yeah, no, I'm being serious. Like I know in Virginia, a dollar of dues every year goes to the memorial. Um, I don't know if jurisdiction, I don't know if that's some big agreement, and maybe the brothers from AW can expand on that. But I know in Virginia, a dollar of, and they tell you, a dollar of your dues goes to the memorial every single year.
2: In Illinois, yeah. we don't do that. It's actually $5 <gasps> Ooh, for, every Mason, whoa, for every Master Mason raised. So it's not like. So that's like it's, like, it's like $4. Yeah, it's like $4 a week. <laughs> they have to prorate it. I have a question about the funding. Since it is a national yeah. Masonic Memorial, it's a national historical site, um, do they or is there any tax money, like tax funding? Does anything go to help preserve the the memorial? In
3: terms of, um, you know, government assistance, you know, we've never taken any taxpayer dollars. Like you said, it's all been through the generosity of, of the brothers from all over the country. And they're really starting to expand uh, their scope to international, too. So shout out to everybody that lives outside of the borders of, of America that support, uh, you know, the memorial and, and come and, and enjoy the spaces that uh, it, it provides.
2: Yeah, Well, that's good, because taxation is theft. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
4: Uh, no, it's really evident. You know, you know, we're here, you know, every week, right? And you see, we're practicing in lodge room, or you're going in the catechism, or we're just hanging out, uh, working on catechism um, instruction. But you see, tourists come around all the time, and these brothers from around the country come in. We welcome them in the lodge room, we chat with them, get to know them, and uh, it's just much. It's their building just as much as it is ours, and um, and you know, like it, it, we just want to make sure that they enjoy it as well.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, just tonight, right? Uh, at the very end, a brother from uh, South Carolina by way of Chile, um, you know, got up and spoke and just said how much he enjoyed the building. Uh, so yeah, I mean, if you can't make it, you know, in, in the next week to come join us in the festivities, the cornerstone lane, you know, we're up here every Thursday and every Saturday morning. So pop your head in just say, hey, and we'll talk Masonic, whatever you want to talk about, either Washington, esotericism, you know, we got it covered. So um, yeah, it's truly a a, a hodgepodge of, of Masonic ideas.
0: Yeah. Ooh <laughs> So uh so tell us about AW22 then while well, we got you here. I mean I, th- I think I've like you, you led with the, the punchline, right? But it was George Washington's Masonic Lodge. So tell us a little bit about yeah. the history of that and then why do you, why are you guys? so special that you get to actually hang out in the memorial
3: i don't know what do you think alan you want to take that one first
4: yeah i'll um i'll, I'll let you take it Warshaw little bellum you got it
3: <laughs> man punt, punt, <laughs> pull and rank.
0: yeah look at that
3: yeah holy moly um, <laughs> um so yeah, Alexandria Washington Lodge. It's really kind of interesting. You know, we're here right outside Washington D.C., across the river from D.C. in in Virginia. Um, but originally, we were a Pennsylvania Lodge, and we just celebrated uh, our two hundred fortieth birthday uh, this month, right? So this was kind of a birthday stated for us. Um, so we were a Pennsylvania Lodge for five years until. Uh, We decided that we wanted to be a Virginia Lodge, I guess. And so uh, at that time in 1788, uh, we asked George Washington, who was, uh, you know, the members of the lodge, he was their neighbor, his trading partner, you know, drinking buddy. So, um, you know, Washington was a natural fit um, for uh, the charter mastership, right? So he, um, and, you know, I, I, was telling somebody earlier uh, this week, you know, was he, when he was Worshipful Master, was he up here every Thursday and Saturday like Al and I? You know, definitely not, right? He's a super busy guy, especially if you look at when he was Master of Lodge, he was also, uh, second half of his term, he was President of the United States. So there's no way that he was, you know, here every Thursday and Saturday, but um, he knew what he was doing by, yeah, I know, right? But yeah, I mean that's not what masonry is about though you know sitting in ma- meetings it's about uh, living the ideas of what masonry uh, espouses and I think Washington really fulfilled his uh, duty on on that front. Did I miss anything Alan? what do you think?
4: Yeah. No, I think it's evident. I mean if, you, if one of the things that always sticks out to me in relation to Washington and Freemasonry and you know we could go, we could talk for days about this but you know, one of the things that he was always working his whole life for was self improvement. And that's, you know, a tenant of Freemasonry that we work so hard to improve ourselves. And one of his biggest insecurities was that he wasn't full, uh, formally educated, but he worked his entire life um, to educate himself and to improve himself and uh, so do his passions. And so it's, he's always been a role model for, you know, the men of our lodge, um, and certainly for me as well.
2: You guys mentioned in talking about this a little bit that you've moved beyond this kind of platitude of George Washington being a Mason. And so you talked about it in terms of modern values and things. And uh, not to like, I, I would ask that you, you don't, don't dive into the rules of civility, because that's just a handwriting exercise. Huh. But I I am curious, uh, for your genuine feeling uh, what are the practical lessons that you think Masons today can take from Washington like how how do you like what does that mean for you I'm just curious that's good yeah. like no kidding yeah that's a
3: great that's a great, great prompt I the first thing that pops into my head um, is service to community and country uh, and so Washington was really a city father of Alexandria, where, you know, I've lived for the last seven years, um, and I call myself an Alexandrian, right? It's my home. Um, he was, you know, a rector, uh, a beneficiary, a, a benefactor, excuse me, of Christ Church. Um, he funded the first firehouse in the city of Alexandria, the Friendship Firehouse. Um, and, you know, he, he helped set up a uh, school that was kind of revolutionary for its time in that it wasn't just for boys, it was for uh, widowed uh, girls, too. Um, so that – the first thing that pops out to me is is his service to uh, his, his community.
4: Um,
0: yeah. Certainly yeah, I would say the same believing. thing
4: that um, David did as well. I think one thing that, you know, personally, you know, you – If you read about him when he was younger, you know, he had a hard temper, he was, you know, that flared up all, all the time. Um, And so, especially now, given the climate, you know, just everything is so polarized in the world, um, it's very easy to let your passions um, flare up. And Washington worked extremely hard to keep those within due bounds. And I think um, as a practical Standpoint. I think that's what's something I always try to keep in the back of my mind as well.
0: Good joke.
1: Yeah, I was I was just listening to the answers and I thought they were great. And (laughs) and just to chime in on that because I know I I poke a lot of I throw a lot of GW jokes out there and I do and I apologize for that. Um, (laughs) Yes, I throw shade. Um, And and brother David actually started with it, Um, and it's a fantastic point. Like you know, you'll hear people say that well, George Washington was master, but he never went to a state a meeting. It's like, and then you just touched on it by the day, but well, he was busy creating the country. So, you know, those are, those take up time, you know, and, and you know, people seem to forget that. And, but I think to both of your points, you know, it gets back to the, the self-improvement aspect of it, you know, because if you look at younger George Washington, he was kind of a mess, you know, um, you know, during, during, you know, his first military campaigns when he was young, he was not a good commander, Um, not effective, you know, did bad things when he, uh, when the Revolutionary War started, it was very much learned as you go. But by the end of it, you know, by the time he becomes president, you see this transformed individual, you know, when it comes to society and it comes to government and you come and it comes to, you know, creating a nation based on human values um you do see you know if you if you read early george washington you read later george washington you do see this transformation in the man um which you don't see very often in a lot of people you know what i mean people that actually learn from their mistakes and make note of it and say well that was dumb and i'm not doing that again and you know i'm I'm gonna pivot in the way that will hopefully have better outcomes so i think that's you know he really did live it to to both of your brother's points um you know but we only focus on the statue of the portrait of george washington and not not earlier george washington which was mm-hmm. he was really a different human being at that time
0: yeah agree i think that is a yes <laughs>
1: hopefully it's yeah, a yes I, if it's a no if it's a no we can keep talking <laughs> yeah no
3: i mean you're right right i mean washington didn't have a lot of great prospects as a young man i mean the really his biggest stroke of luck in life was that pe- people kind of in front of him died, right? And so he had to grow up really quickly. And I think he did that by uh, learning from his mistakes, uh, learning from, you know, men he looked up to, like his half brother Lawrence. Um, and you know the fairfax family but he you know i I think that's kind of also has a masonic tinge to it right i mean that's something that i really enjoy is coming and i know you know the grumpy past masters are grumpy past masters but you know the good side of them too they have a lot of great knowledge and a lot of great just uh life experience that you can't get by going to you know your your rec soccer league or something like that right i mean it's a great way to meet people of diverse backgrounds um, and, and kind of in the spirit of what washington did as a young man to get tutored by uh, and mentored by older men um you know i that's one of my great uh, uh, things about masonry or my lodge, at least um that i really enjoy so yeah
0: Agree.
1: That's a super interesting touch point. And sorry, John, I was going to chime in on that because uh, Brother Please. David has made an excellent point. And I, I've been to AW22, so I absolutely agree with everything that Brother David said. Um, and we've all been to lodges where you don't have the benefit of that diversity, shall we say, right? So you get you get a little different of a a tinge to the masonry and the experience that's being imparted to you. But I think that, you know, AW22 is one of those exceptions where it's like, wow, I see a little bit of everything and I'm getting a whole lot of experience and a whole lot of opinions of people that have completely different backgrounds, which you don't see in other parts of the country and in other parts of the world, um, with few exceptions. So I think that is a, that is a plus. Can
2: I ask you guys actually, um, why, like it's you, you said in the 40s, lodges started meeting there, and I'm curious yeah. which lodges actually started meeting at the National Masonic Memorial, um, and then I have a follow-up after that.
3: Yeah, so I think A.W., Alexander Washington, moved in um, first, so this lodge room, the one that's like literally right down there, was the first one furnished and finished in the building. I mean, this building has been under constant improvement. I mean probably you know you could take a, a symbolic lesson there right but he uh, the the building has been under constant improvement basically since it was dedicated in the 30s um so we moved in here in the 40s and then um uh Andrew Jackson Lodge in the North Room, President Nixon, Vice President Nixon at the time, not amazing, Vice President Nixon came and dedicated the North Room uh, about a decade later, and I think that's when Andrew Jackson started moving in, and the Knights Templar, and I think that's the original uh, Alexandria Scottish Rite um, location uh, in the 50s, Um, so the 40s and 50s, uh, yeah, to your answer. Why
0: not all all of them? Why not all the local lodges?
2: Well, it is interesting, right? Because with this, I think a little bit about UGLE and how they talk about 400 lodges meeting there that all have quarterly meetings. Um, But uh, to just roll back, um, I was curious that such a prolific lodge, right? Like as the ones that meet in the building, um, Alexandria, Washington, 22. So was there a merger? like two lodges came together. And if so, like, that just seems interesting that a prolific lodge would allow a merger, you know, but I'm just curious. Well,
4: Yeah, there was no merger. I think, you know, when we initially, um, were chartered with Pennsylvania in 1783, we were, um, Alexandria Lodge. Right. And so when George Washington went in 1788, um, and David, correct me if I'm wrong. We were there was no merger. We just were allowed to add Washington number 22 um, on our name, um, and then we even still have the original charter uh, permitting that with George Washington's signature.
3: Yep. <laughs> Don't I lose that. He died. <laughs> right? <laughs> he, uh, yeah. So Washington died in 1799, and, and the lodge changed its name uh, in 1802 to you know, revere and memorialize uh, Washington.
2: Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Thanks for uh, clearing that up. I kept thinking there was like some merger of Alexandria Lodge and Washington Lodge. And then, you know, but no, this is really cool. That makes so, sense, yeah. Yeah, after the yeah. death, you yeah. guys immortalized it. That's awesome. I have another
1: question. <laughs> so where did aw 22 meet before the memorial was built
3: yeah so in george washington's time we didn't have a home right the 1780s i think it was pretty typical for lodges to meet in taverns and so we met um, in taverns throughout the city and um i'd invite everyone to our saint john's day uh table lodge which occurs in gadsby's tavern which is one of the uh, taverns that we met in um Uh, so we met in taverns until the eight, I think it was 18, early 1800s, like 1802 timeframe. Um, then we moved into a, a a room above city hall. Um, and we met there until the forties. So 1802 to 1940s. And, um, I've been back in that room in Alexandria city hall and it is a boring, boring conference room. So, uh, (laughs) look at what they did to my boy
1: sort of a thing. It's uh but now, yeah, is that, the lodge is <laughs> that, I was about to yeah, ask, to is, that the, is, the the, is that, is that the lodge room that's recreated in the museum part? Yeah. So the idea was when we
3: moved into this building for future generations, like myself and Alan and, you know, the guys that are going through the chairs and the degrees right now, we're never going to experience what it was like to sit, uh, in the original lodge room in, in city hall. So, um, they wanted to recreate that feel and aesthetic. So all the original furniture is there. Um, you know, including all the, uh, artifacts that we had on display, uh, lots of Washington stuff and just a lot of early American history, uh, that, that hangs on the walls in the replica lodge room.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a cool room. So tell us a little bit and, about the, the building uh, though, or do, was there something else you wanted to add Joe? No. Okay. No. Alan. You may continue. I cut someone off. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, let's, let's switch over to the building because uh, the building's pretty cool. Um, of course, it's been around for 100 years, but uh, it's certainly it's up on top Shooter's Hill. So it's this one of the highest points in this relatively low, flat um, marshland, you know, swamp that Washington, D.C. used to be. Uh, so it definitely sticks out. You can see it from just about anywhere in the city. And you know, here's a picture of it, as it kind of looks today. Modeled after is this? Is it true? It's modeled after like the uh, lighthouse at Alexandria?
3: Yeah, so I'll take this one, Alan. So, um, yes, and it was actually originally designed after the lighthouse at OSHA, which is Uh. the ancient Roman seaport. So um, the architect of the memorial, he studied in Italy. And he saw these frescoes of what the lighthouse at Osha looked like. And um, when he was an older man, he got this contract to build this great building, and he um, he designed it after the lighthouse at Osha, which is a moder- which was a kind of riff off of the original uh, lighthouse at Alexandria. Yeah. Um, I I got one more thing. You said Shooter's Hill, which I think Shooter's Hill is just like a really cool piece of history too. Like. The things that have happened on this hill. So, Washington um, actually dined here. There's a plantation here. He logged in in his diary that he had dinner here with the family that owned the plantation. Uh, You know, you fast forward a couple hundred years, the Wright brothers. Like, this was their turnaround point to prove to the Army that they could, you know, use planes for military use. Huh. So that – and they, they sold the first plane that flew over this hill. Like, you know, just crazy stuff. Native Americans have been, uh, you know, on this hill for thousands and thousands of years. So um, – and it's a, it was a Civil War fort too. So it, Shooter's Hill itself is just a really cool story, and I'm sure Alan has some good tidbits about the, the memorial too.
4: Yeah, in fact, you know, David, you mentioned the, the fort when when your listeners come and visit the memorial. If you go to the top, you can actually see the footprint of that of that fort.
0: Nice. Yeah, I, I love that kind of yeah. stuff when like history is is vertically sliced, right? Because so many things happen at this like one geographic location, but there's a lot of a lot of history that, that
2: weaves in and out every question, time. Had a question about the the, the cornerstone laying, so. Um, Calvin Coolidge, the, the POTUS assisted with the, the, the cornerstone laying. Is that true?
3: Yeah. So he, um,
2: and he's who, not a Mason.
0: Yeah.
3: Who was the president before him? Do y'all know?
0: Turn so Google. Google it. Yeah. <laughs>
3: but so the former president was a mason actually and he died in office and so yeah. calvin coolidge you know it was on his schedule and everyone was looking to him was like well the president's supposed to lay the cornerstone of this building like you're the next guy yeah, was harding thing so yeah harding he died in office right so coolidge yeah. was the last man standing and he was like all right well i guess i'll hang out with all these masons but um Chief Justice Taft, who had, you know, retired out of the presidency and was the Supreme Court Justice, uh, he also attended and he was a Mason and a big benefactor and a big reason that the association uh, flourished like it did.
0: Cool. Fun story. Yeah. No, I love those little facts like that. That's awesome. You want to hear an awesome little fact that
1: Brother David's going to freak when I say it? So I've sat in that lodge room. And the very first time I went to that lodge room and I sat in lodge at AW22, um, one of the older brothers came up to me and looked and I didn't know who he was, um, walked up to me and said, hey brother, if you're sitting on the sidelines, don't whisper. And I said, okay, I don't know what he's talking about. So, as sure as the sky is blue, I'm sitting on the sidelines, my back is to the wall, you know, and they've got decent seating. Lot of seating and i'm sitting on the wall and i'm staring across the way and there's two older brothers and they're whispering and mm-hmm. i'm not kidding The yeah i hear the laughing now so that room is so <laughs> acoustically interesting that you can have brothers and what is that like 40 40 feet apart right um between the the sidelines these two brothers yeah. were whispering and everybody on my row could hear everything they were saying clear as day and they were like whispering really softly but the way the room is uh, acoustically made, I don't know if, if y'all did that on purpose or what. But, um, yeah, we heard everything that they did not want everybody to hear as clear as, as me talking to you right now. And I was like, wow. And every time I've gone back since then, I was like, okay, don't say anything. Don't say anything. Don't say
0: anything. because the whole Which was really was hard for you, actually. So that's.
1: And I know. I know. It's impossible to not <laughs> speak. So, yeah. Joe, it, it, do you remember Joe, another all, the, the, all the time?
4: I was just going to give you a little bit. All the junior wardens have a lot of fun with the gavels um, because of that, because it it just (laughs) reverberates throughout the room. (laughs) Yeah,
3: Yeah, I I was going to say, Joe, yeah, do you remember the time? This is one of my early Masonic memories. um, Do you remember the time that uh, Mark Underwood asked you to do the closing charge of the Master Mason degree? I thought that was such a cool touch. I've never seen that done before or after. um, It was was very awesome, yeah.
1: Well, yeah. And it, yeah, it was, it was absolutely wonderful. And it was actually, uh, before I had ever become master. Um, and, uh, I've, I've known brother Mark for a very long time. Um, and yeah, I went to visit the lodge and he asked me to do the closing charge and it was serene. Uh, I mean the whole experience in that room, um, I, I mean, it is definitely should be on every Mason's bucket list to go sit and lodge at AW22 because it's really a profound experience. Um, you know, especially sitting around that altar and you see the dates. Um, and, it's been it's been a little bit since I've been there, but uh, you have the the date you were chartered in Pennsylvania and the date you were chartered in Virginia on that really big um, altar cloth and just the whole room itself. It's 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 an amazing experience. So um, yeah, um, that was that was quite a while ago. I think I, I had more hair back then, but yeah, thank you for remembering that.
0: <laughs> so let's let's shift gears now. So let's talk about what's going on. Um, usually we have the big. Annual event is you know right around George Washington's birthday, so there's always the a big birthday ball that goes on. But uh, you can't let any good congregation of Masons go to waste because here we here we have the anniversary this year of the cornerstone event, and so there's going to be a lot of fun things to do. Right, I'm a little disappointed as a historian that we you know they decided to not have it on the actual date, like November first. 2023, because it would be too cold in Washington, DC. So they decided to have it in February, in Washington, DC, which is <laughs> where also is it, where it's colder, just as cold, if not colder, right. Um, but I think uh, I think I know where they were going trying to capitalize on uh, George Washington's birthday. So tell us what is going on this month? And, and how do people find out how to get there? What to do? Uh, you know, what lapel pins to bring all that good stuff?
2: Mm.
3: All right. Well, I, I guess I'll hit it. I, so to your question about Feb, why February, so why um, February. the Conference of Grand Masters of North America uh, originally met here every year, but now they move around the nation, right? Uh, and I, I, Canada and Mexico too. So they're in, they're in town and they wanted to coincide with the Conference of Grand Masters. Um, and so each Grand Master is bringing hopefully busloads and busloads of masons from their states to come celebrate the, uh, you know, their building, right? A building that's truly national in, in scope.
0: So no. if you you can actually move historical anniversaries if you're grandmaster, got it? <laughs>
1: right. right, they can. Right. Yes. All right.
0: It's
1: right. called an edict.
0: <laughs> I therefore I <laughs> declare, we're having it on the state. <laughs> yes. Uh, so what types of events are we going to have coming up?
4: Uh, we, we have, so of course, you know, the the cornerstone and the conference grandmaster is going to be very grandmaster focused um, in Crystal City, not just right up the road. Um, but we wanted to also have something for your the rank and file everyday Mason. And so AW is going to be hosting a series of events um, throughout to, in conjunction with that in support of the memorial, um, which you can also find on our website at aw22.org. At the menu tab, there's a there's a George Washington Sonic National Memorial um, 2023 tab um, that outlines all the events, both the, um, the, the Memorial Association events as well as other uh, master events. And so um, I know, David, you may want to speak more about this, but um, we'll also be having a, a welcome uh, communication on, um, on Friday, the 17th. Um, here at the Memorial in the theater, and that's going to be open to Masons. And we'll have the official uh, official visit of the Grand Master of the Commonwealth of Virginia. will be attending well. And then the next day, uh, we'll have a, a Master Masons degree here at our lodge room. Um, and we'll be raising one of our brothers to the sublime degree of Master Mason. And um, in addition to that, there's also the parade on the following Monday, um, where they're actually altering the parade route this year uh, instead mm-hmm. of uh, kind of going closer to the water they're actually going to march up the parade is actually going to go up king street to memorial and stop at the foot of the building and so um we're looking forward to it i know there's going to be thousands of masons in uh in, in alexandria um so we hope that your listeners and you all will be there uh, and celebrate this once in a lifetime um once in a generation of a masonic event and just kind of showcase masonry as a day
0: Thank you. Yeah, worshipful. You want anything to add to that?
4: Yeah, you know, like, like
3: Alan said, I mean, we want to just demonstrate what it's all about. And that's, you know, getting together with brethren from all over the country at our Friday night, you know, welcome stated, or welcome communication, excuse me, where we uh, receive the Grand Master Mason. So we're hoping that brethren from all over the nation come together uh, hang out we're gonna have a nice reception in, in Memorial Hall in the big you know hall with the statue and then we're gonna go into the theater and have you know two hundred maybe uh, masons show up. and then you know the next morning right we're gonna actually raise a candidate um, to uh, raise a brother excuse me of a fellow craft to the uh, sublime degree of master Mason, right so You know, give people a a taste of what Virginia is about and what, you know, masonry is all about. And then, you know, Wednesday, uh, we're going down to Mount Vernon to lay a wreath at George Washington's tomb. And then we're actually going to have a stated there uh, on the grounds of Mount Vernon. And uh, uh, we're going to have some uh, distinguished guests come and and speak uh, as the keynote. So it's going to be just a great uh, week of, of masonry, right? and and, uh, I hope brothers from all over America can come out and uh, enjoy with us.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm really glad that you you gave a shout out to your lodge website because it's much more detailed than what's on the official gwmemorial.org website Uh, because you know, you could say, well between the 17th and 19th, if you want, you can schedule a tour Okay, but what else is there to do? And there's a lot more to do on your website of uh, receptions and communications and degrees in addition to everything else. So, uh, I'm really glad that you posted all that again, uh, the website's aw22.org. If you wanted to check that schedule out, Joe.
1: Yeah. I had a qu- I, I just saw that schedule and I, I know I, I signed uh, my lodge up for a bunch of stuff. Um, little plug to Amity, right? Cause uh, brother David, you guys are using Amity for a lot of that stuff uh, to register people. Yeah. If I remember correctly. Yeah. So two things
3: Amity is we partnered with them to send a postcard to every lodge in America of say, Hey, come out, you know, we come out and support. We spent, you know, quite a, a hefty sum to get these out to, you know, every single lodge in America, you know, uh, Prince Hall, whatever. It doesn't matter. We send a lot. We send an invite to every lodge in America. Um, So that's one great benefit. And the second one is is tracking. So we want to make sure that, uh, you know, people that RSVP and and do the right thing and help us out by, you know, helping us get a feel for how much food to get, how many seats we need, things like that. Uh, So be sure to register through Amity and they've been great partners. So yeah,
1: bravo. Yes. Kudos. Kudos to being obsessive compulsive about people RSVPing to things. I am a (laughs) firm believer in that. Um, But I did have a question based on the schedule. So it said on the 19th, there was a reef at most worshipful Callahan's grave. Who is that for people who don't know?
3: So, you know, I I know you guys kind of hit us up earlier about being all about Washington, right? So, and this, we fast forward a century to uh, Charles Callahan who was the senior warden of the lodge, and he went out and he said, you know what, I'm tired of everybody just talking about things, right, about what we're going to do. I'm going to put my money down and I'm going to buy plots of land on Shooter's Hill uh, to kickstart and and put a spark in building this memorial, actually getting this thing going. So there's no other man that really deserves any more credit than than most worshipful Callahan, his past master of Lodge, went on to become grandmaster of Virginia. Um, and just again, he was a city father of Alexandria, right? He, he served the city for uh, four decades as, as like the tax. Uh, guru tax collector, I guess, uh, city revenue agent. I think it was the, the title, but just a really great brother who uh, who really exemplified what Masonry is all about. So we're going to go honor him uh, and make sure that he's not forgotten in a weekend uh, filled with uh, you know pageantry about Washington. So uh,
1: also a that's re- awesome. Really yeah, that's guy. fantastic. And where where is his grave?
3: Um, it is. Um, at a local cemetery here in Alexandria, so we're going to assemble at the Alexandria National Cemetery, it's a military uh, cemetery, we're, we're going to give a little speech, and then we're going to process over to, I think it's Trinity Methodist uh, Cemetery, um, where he's buried right next to his best friend, uh, Elmer Timberman, who was... Uh, hey past Grandmaster of Virginia and uh, obviously he he is the namesake of a lodge here in Northern Virginia too so they were best buds uh, they were grandmasters together and, and you know they're buried feet apart from each other so that's that's kind of a cool story too right
0: BFFs
3: that's very cool yeah <laughs> Yeah. Cool, cool. So yeah, it's going to be a great weekend. I'm 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 looking forward to it. You know, in February at AW, it's always super jam packed, but this year's to the max. Um, so I'm looking forward to to hosting everybody and, and doing great things and shaking a lot of hands. But man, I, I tell you, I'm I'm looking forward to kicking out my feet and just getting back to being a normal lodge after this.
0: <laughs> so yeah, you'll you'll find that uh, you'll get a lot more gray. In your hair and beard after after this mm-hmm. month, you know that. Cause or you will go bald. Being worst master is hard enough. Being worst master of AW twenty two in February on a uh, hundred year anniversary is is nothing to shake a stick at. Robert, no, well, I don't. I don't know. Oh, oh, I don't know. You I saw <laughs> saw you react to that. I thought that was. Yeah. uh No, I was just. He was literally was going
2: gray. Before our eyes. I'm going gray thinking about planning something like this. Yeah, right. Uh, I don't like Waukegan 78 had a a 150. And um, we got told two weeks before the event, the Grandmaster was coming up to like rededicate. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Did you buy buy an extra Uh, pack of hot dogs to boil or something? Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, I bought an extra packet. Of- no, dude, come on. Little Caesar. Hot and <laughs> red, baby. <laughs> sloppy
1: Joes. And
2: that's a sloppy and Joe night. <laughs> Special okay, occasion. That's what Art Hoyos likes, is sloppy Joes. Um,
1: sloppy Joes!
2: Dude, yes. <laughs> well, I just cannot imagine the, the, the stress involved with this. So you all have my sympathy. My empathy here is with you. Uh, yep. And you guys are doing the lord's work <laughs> so, congrats
4: thank, thank you so much but i you know I, I think i can i feel comfortable speaking on behalf of david when i say that you know uh, the members of our lodge have really stepped up and, and come together not just our lodge but other lodges in the district and the commonwealth have stepped up supported planned um you know we have a huge group building float so there's a myriad of different things, and, and you know we could sit here, but um, but you know you really feel appreciation from from the members that are really putting a lot of work in pulling this together.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. It's a team effort, and you know great team that we have here at AW, and you know it's like the beehive, right? Um, and, and who can best work and best agree. So, yeah, uh, it's it's been it's been a fun ride. I'll tell you that.
0: <laughs> Remember, there's no I in team, but you, but there is an ME for me. So, <laughs> yes, yeah, awesome. Well, hey, this has been a, a great conversation. I'm sure we yeah. could go deeper in just about every area we talked about tonight. Uh, but wanted to keep it high level, give you guys the floor to, to share all the good news about all the hard work that your lodge has been doing this year. Uh, celebrating a historic and momentous uh, anniversary, uh, just to be in the thick of all of the events that are happening uh, in February in the <laughs> Alexandria, Northern Virginia area. Um, it's it's such such an honor to to, uh, to be in the middle of all that, and so um, I'm really again uh, to to double down on what what Robert said. Like, kudos to you guys for just being being up there with it in the thick of the storm. Uh, February is going to fly by, and you're going to wonder where it all went. Uh, but uh, many brethren from around the world are going to be there with you every step of the way. Very
2: That's cool. Yeah.
0: So anyway, Thank let's um, yeah. This been great. Thank you. Yeah. All right, let's let's hand it over to the uh, final question of the day. We'll save uh, you you two guys for last, and so we'll head over to Joe because Joe never gets to go before Robert. The final Thank question. You. The final question of the day is: um, How do you feel about Robert touching all your toys while you're gone on the other side of the country? So
1: there are so few people that I would trust to be in my sanctum sanctorum of my home and robert is one of the few people who i know will not steal any of my crap uh or rifle through my things so i'm super good with it um uh, but yeah no this was a great episode um it was fun to to it, it's cool because you know it, for me it's a local it's a local asset and um mm-hmm. you know hung out with the brothers there i've, I've talked sean's ear off you know until it's fallen off but uh mm-hmm. um i'm very much looking forward to my lodge is participating um we're gonna be there uh we're gonna be at the cornerstone reenactment um yeah it's uh I'm, I'm super jazzed for it and uh you know i'm super thankful that it's not me being in charge of it so brother david kudos to you man um yeah that's a big job Good and stuff. uh yeah we'll see how great you are after but yeah kudos I, i'm looking forward <laughs> to it and uh looking forward to meeting so many brothers from across the country um it's gonna be a fun day so
0: awesome all right heading over to robert any final thoughts on the memorial in general or the anniversary in particular
2: uh number one while you were talking my computer was like listening to you for whatever reason and it wrote it into the ai and it said, how do you feel about Robert touching all your toys or whatever? And I laughed. And I just hit enter to see what it would say. And uh, it said, I feel uncomfortable with Robert touching all my toys. <laughs> I, appreciate <it. laughs> I appreciate that he's trying to be friendly and helpful, but it is my space. And I would like to keep my toys private. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, so awesome. So good. Uh, anyway, I would say this is awesome. I love the history of the building. I think it's really cool. I love that you guys were able to share a little bit about the uh, premier lodges that meet there. Um, And I was really ecstatic when I got to go to AW22 uh, many years ago. Um, And I sat and I was one of three whole visitors on an Entered Apprentice degree and uh it was a pretty rad experience we went to dinner afterwards the brothers were fantastic so uh, for anybody out there who wants to go visit aw22 uh yelp gives them a big recommend <laughs> 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 uh, Yeah. Uh, thanks guys this was great thank you for for uh feeling and being so honest with some of the questions um that we asked and yeah it's great thanks give
0: them five stars on Yelp. You got a free taco.
2: Yeah. I give you five, five stars on Yelp. And also I have to say that, uh, I got one of those Amity, uh, postcards and I was like, Oh, this is the coolest thing ever. It's like, I figured you guys sent them out to everybody and that's really cool that you did. So I hope you guys have thousands of representatives. It's an admirable goal. All
0: right. So brethren, uh, final thoughts from you guys from, uh, sharing all this wealth of knowledge. I do want to thank you for that. So anything else you wanted to, uh, to share before you head out?
4: No, I said, thank you guys for having us. Um, It's truly a privilege uh, to be on here and talk about our lodge, the building and then our brother, George Washington as well. Um, I would just remind everyone go to the website. Um, be sure to register on Amity um, uh, to RSVP for the events. Um, that'll guarantee your spot. Um, so be sure to do that. But again, we're looking forward to welcoming brothers from all over the country, um, both you know around the world as well to to Virginia showcase Virginia masonry, um, but also tell the story of this building.
0: Thank you, Brother Allen. Brother David.
4: Yeah, great comments, Allen.
3: Like you said, check out the website. Uh, hope you can make it um, and and kind of see what, uh, you know, a lodge with a lot of history and, and legacy uh, is about in a, in a modern context. So, you know, Alan and I are both. Uh, in our In our 30s, we have a young officer line with a you know great bench of past masters who give us great counsel. So um, it's, it's, it's a cool lodge and it's a cool time to be an AW Mason. So I hope we can share um, you know our experience and our love for the craft and this lodge. and, and of course, George Washington with the brothers who come out and uh, support us in February. So looking forward to it and uh, I, I hope to see everybody soon. Awesome.
0: Thank you, gentlemen. So, yeah, um, I'm super glad we had this episode. It, it was hard to narrow this down because we could we could go deep dive in history. We could go deep dive in the building and what's inside, which you know that in itself is certainly worth uh, traveling into if you're a Mason and haven't been in that building before. Uh, to hit up a tour, especially if you're in town for any of those events, and then uh, and then of course to have the historic events that you guys are ho- holding. Uh, again, kudos to you guys for orchestrating this. It will be over soon. You will breathe soon. It'll be okay. Um, push through it. It'll happen. Let just let it happen. Let it go. Um, but I did. I le- learned some things tonight. Learned learned that uh, about all about the history of Shooter's Hill. That was really fascinating. Also, learned George Washington was a Freemason. So, you know, you guys oh. keep that and put that in your your minute books because that's certainly uh, worth writing down. Oh, uh, this has been great. I want to thank you all for for, uh, being with us tonight. I want to thank you all for watching and keep searching for more light. Have a good night.